once again, we are here on a beautiful, beautiful new uh, week in the fall, allegedly fall season, where it's like 75 degrees today because the South is weird. Yeah. Um, Levi. Yes, what's sir. up, bro? Uh, not much. Not much. Interesting week of uh weekend. It was. Football. Yeah. It was. Um, let us begin by saying rest in peace to Alabama 2022 uh national championship campaign. Yeah. Where yeah. it is ended, before it is done. Um, this will be one of the three uh, lost Alabama years, huh? Uh yeah, first one since I don't know when the let's see. Let me look that up now. Feel like it's we're the first one. This is the first time we've lost two games before going into Auburn since 2010. The Cam Newton, mm, game. the Cam year, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought, and which was, as we all know, one of the most talented Alabama teams. Um, but I mean. A lot of those guys yeah, that just won the Natty the year before, so you yeah. can kind of give it they to like Hadn't they won like two or been to two? Had they won two? No, 09 was the first year. Oh, okay, okay. 2010 was like, was like oh, because everybody came back and they thought they were going to go back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a little, uh, yeah. Uh, that's the Steven Garcia year, right? Yeah, dude, that's the Steven Garcia year, and it just <laughs> was all kind of downhill. Right, right, And right. that was BCS area era so that was kind of right. oh you lost yeah, so yeah, national done. championships over with yeah, yeah give that up give that and that's up. is that the year we got killed by oklahoma too maybe or utah no no they won that's who you beat michigan state they michigan state that year oh the capital one bowl yeah that was yeah. kirk cousins aka kirk Thuggins, right yeah yeah we're saying <laughs> which we'll get to later as well yeah, that was the Utah year was the 08 year, the uh, Tebow year. Ah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I do want to say um, about that. I didn't watch that entire game. I did tune into the overtime and saw the two point conversion and saw people being like, what a gutsy call. And I'm like, I mean, it's overtime. So just, just do it in the game. Yeah. I think it was a good And, and two, when you know, like Alabama's DBs and that whole secondary doesn't know what they're doing um i'm not blaming that just on players that's because yeah. of coaches too uh yeah. yeah i take advantage of that as well i, I, saw I knew it was over bro i knew when i saw brian kelly was going for the two i was like okay it's yeah. over it felt we like won. a rap remember like yeah this is gonna end but yeah. i'd be i was about to be more shocked they didn't get that conversion honestly i've been very yeah. shocked they didn't get that conversion uh so this year man we talked about it before man but this is literally the hardest i've ever seen an alabama quarterback have to work yeah like Bryce Young really be out here working in ways that Tua didn't have to, Mac didn't have to, Jalen really didn't have to. Bryce got to do a lot for this team. Yeah. And I think it's just catching up because you can't ask quarterback to do that much in any program, not even Alabama. Like at some point you need yeah. the talent. And I think they just don't have it at receiver, which is weird to say, but they don't have that. They don't have the threats at receiver and they don't have the coordinator to hide that either. It's the other part. You know? No. You, no. Uh, our, our receivers are meaty. I mean, mediocre to good depending on which one you're talking about our best yeah. one um in that group is um jacory brooks but jacory brooks is just he's that little bit bigger presence and he just has good hands but it's not like he runs it's not like an excellent route runner or speed guy he's not going to yeah. break away from his dudes 
Uh, and the rest of the guys, um, I mean, Jer- Jermaine Burton's pretty much like the same story. Uh, and his hands are questionable at times. And then um, uh, Holden, who got the start uh, at the year at the wide receiver one spot, the X spot, he's been nowhere, a no-show pretty much this whole season. And then we got two small guys, um, JoJo Earl and um, Bond, Isaiah Bond. I mean, those guys have been all right, but we haven't really seen them be able to shine because those are two dudes who have uh, specialties that could be elite and uh, help them move on to the next level. Like Isaiah Bond's got really good top speed. But like you said, Titus, we don't have an offensive coordinator um, to, you know, help us skate by or is do, yeah, helping us in any certain way. So, yeah, Bryce Young behind what is an average offensive line. It's not a bad offensive line, but it's not an elite one either, which is why the running game has been kind of poo. But you can also go back to the offense coordinator on that too. Um, but, yeah, it's just um, – we're not elite in a lot of different places like we usually are. Um, yeah. Probably the only place we were elite at was uh, or are is quarterback and Bryce Young. And then I'm going to give the elite to uh, Jameer Gibbs as well. But He's I mean, fine. Jameer Gibbs like did all that he could do. So you can't. Yeah. Blame him. Yeah. He can only do so much. He can only do so much. Uh, So does this kill the three loss SEC team fantasy that I've seen people trying to dilly about what to get into the playoff yeah yeah yeah. uh yeah okay make sure someone's yeah. trying to tell me that it's still alive I'm like there's no way there's you can't just five three teams in the playoffs this year you well can't. i mean unless unless teams keep losing though i mean clemson just lost um yeah, so clemson, they're out of I mean, there clemson, i didn't think clemson was gonna make it through this season they they look like they were waiting to lose I never had Clemson in either. Um, Ohio State sure didn't look good against a one and seven Northwestern team. Um, They looked really bad. And um, yeah, I mean, you just don't know how everything's going to play out. Yeah, I'll say as Indiana and Maryland before they get to Michigan, and Michigan has Michigan's remaining schedule Nebraska, Illinois, Illinois. So. That's going to determine a lot. It's going to be a weird year. It's, it's a weird year. TCU for national champs. Let's go. Horn Frogs. Yeah. Horn Frogs. Um, Titus, will you ask me a question? Will you ask me, uh, Levi, has Nick Saban lost it? Levi, has Nick Saban lost it? Titus, I don't – that was a good question. Thank you for that question. Um, I'm going to say no. Nick Saban has not lost it. And I actually I, – I just – despise every time that topic gets thrown around or jumps back up. It's like Nick Saban's clearly lost it. But I'm going to tell you one thing, Titus, and no. what's making me start to think that maybe the man's slipping a little bit oh, no. in his judgments and also in, in the gut, the fire and mm-hmm. the, the fire in the belly, the um, flames in the gut. Yeah. Also known as fire in the belly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bill O'Brien, I was trying to come up with something else, but <laughs> Bill O'Brien should have skated into Tuscaloosa on thin ice. And I'm talking about the ice um, that PETA or whoever shows us when they're showing the polar bears and they're like, Sa- save the climate. They're on that ice. And um, this is a man who was the GM and the head coach 
of the Texans and yes. traded DeAndre Hopkins, one mm-hmm. of the best top receivers in the league and the best one to ever don a Texans uniform besides Andre Johnson. Shout out Andre Johnson. Um, and, and we're going to let him come in here and just serve up vanilla soft serve for elite talent that has clearly not i mean it hasn't worked titus it hasn't worked the only reason why we won the natty under bill o'brien that first year is because dude we had elite guys to bail him out um but now it's it's so clear bill o'brien is not good go back and look at his track record it should there's nothing spectacular about it it's an outdated offense um it was cool back when the spread was a new thing but now it's just vanilla um and if nick saban doesn't fire bill o'brien he's gotten soft and he's slipping i've already given the excuses i get why you keep bill why you want to bring bill o'brien back because you want some consistency and that's one of the things coaches recruit against you with is like you go to Alabama, you'll have a new OC every year. So Nick Saban just wants somebody to be loyal to him. But F loyalty, Nick, we got to go get trophies. And we're not going to do it with butthole chin. It's not even like, you know how people are like, oh, you got a butt crack chin? It's literally a butthole chin. (laughs) I'm glad you got that out. Do you feel good? I mean, I have a lot more, but it wouldn't sound good. So, yeah. Okay. But I do feel a little bit better. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna continue this. I want to continue this therapy session. I place like phone call. Okay. <laughs> Is this the Colts phone call? Okay. Well, breaking news today: um, Frank Reich was fired as the Indianapolis Colts head coach. Sorry, I don't know if y'all can hear me. I'm not trying to interrupt. Uh, and. Jeff Saturday coming from the the hoity toity ESPN Bristol lobbies <laughs> studios uh, to come to Indianapolis at Lucas Stadium, Lucas Oil Stadium. All right, so I got my man Q. Y'all heard him on the pod before. My guy, my bro. Um, he is also a Colts fan, and I wanted to get his live thoughts so you guys can get to the mind of the Colts fans. Um, Q, how you feel after your team fired Frank Reich, uh, right decision, and hired a dude that was on TV and used to be your offensive lineman? Dog, I feel like me, I cannot even try to explain what this team is doing. Nothing about this team is based since the whole season. Uh, and not, bro, I love Jeff Saturday like any other Colts fan loves Jeff Saturday. He wasn't even on the staff. <laughs> he wasn't even on the staff. It wasn't like he was an assistant coach. Nothing. He literally, yo, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. Jim Irsay is bugging the fuck out. The GM is bugging the fuck out. Everyone here is just completely out of their minds to think that hiring someone, hiring someone off a name isn't what we should be doing right now. We had a team that was built to contend if you got a good quarterback, I feel like. And you're just taking all these different steps in the wrong direction. So I've seen that shit immediately. I was like, I don't even. Like, I, like my, my, I was like, I saw Frank Wright got fired. Yes, Frank Wright got fired. And then I saw Jeff Saturday got hired. I was like, oh, wait, what? We got worse? <laughs> we, did, we did something dumber? So 
I, I want this team abolished. I want this team taken away from the state of Indiana. I want 31 teams in the National Football League. I, I, I give, give this give this football team to San Antonio or whoever, whoever the fuck is. They they don't deserve to be a football team no more because I I I truly don't have it left in me anymore to deal with this team. I feel like for you, Coach, you got a question, Levi? I I just want to uh, play devil's advocate here. What if the real enemy is Jeff Saturday? What if Jim Irsay and maybe Jeff Saturday they had a discussion in the past, and uh, you know some drunken poker bet, and Jim Irsay gave up a future interim spot, you know, in that bet, and uh, and went to Jeff Saturday. And uh, but Jim Irsay was really just expecting when he got him on the phone to say, hey, I'm so honored, Jim, for you to put me into consideration. But there's no way I could lead this team. I haven't even been inside the locker room this year. I don't know that coaching staff. Uh, so wouldn't it isn't the onus more on him to just deny that spot than to actually think you can come in and shake things up and make it new? I blame everybody. I blame everyone. I blame everyone. I blame everyone who thought this was a good idea. I blame anyone that thought that this made any any sense any sense at all. I, I guess, like I said, I do not understand where this even could have possibly came from. Like I said, this was a team that, if you looked at it, the defense would have been great, but there was like defensive stars in the defense. Jonathan Taylor was the best running back in the NFL last year. He had a great offensive line, and now. We don't have any type of identity at all. And we now we have a coach who wasn't even coaching this for anywhere at all this season. So I, I blame everyone involved. Like I said, I blame the state of Indiana. I blame the University of Indiana. I blame I play I, I blame Tom Cream, <laughs> the coach the coach the basketball team in do you, Indiana. Do you I blame, blame Larry Bird? I blame Rick Carlisle. I blame Miles Turner. I blame everyone associated with Indiana because this is just, like I said, I got, I got, no, I got no words for it. I gotta go. I have a great rest of the show. But like right, I, said, I blame, I blame everyone involved. All right, bro. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, that's the mind of the Colts fan right now. He didn't get the Larry Bird. The Larry Bird question was interesting because you know he's also a Celtics fan. Oh really? Yes, yeah, so I've been very curious to see if he did blame Larry Bird. What's the? Is he from Indiana? I don't think so. What's the yeah? What's behind the Colts fandom? I'm not sure. I never asked actually. I, I wonder if it's just a Peyton Manning thing. It could be. He does. Yeah. He does, yeah, yeah. I know some people, including my dad. We were more of a Colts household when right. I was growing up because he was a Peyton Manning fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just texted him to see if he also blamed Larry Bird. So we can get thoughts of this. I know. It's so yeah, far exactly. Yeah, yeah, we need to know that answer. We need to know that. Because I feel like Larry should not, you know, that's one man that should not be thrown into this. <laughs> He's got to be left out. He's got to be left out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like this has been a, this is like a therapy session episode, but I don't have any like sports rants right now. Like my team is doing good and I'm not bothered by anything. My team yeah. like eight no, so I really don't have anything to be sad and rant about. And it feels weird for me to not be the one to have a rant. What a I time. always have a rant. Yeah, I know. I know. What a time. What? Life is life is crazy sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, we have an update. He says, I said they're also blame Larry Bird. He said, yes, as a Celtics fan and a hater of the state of Indiana. So, yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um can we 
I mean, did you see the Falcons Falcon on Sunday? Oh, bro. So let me tell you my experience watching that, right? So mm-hmm. I wasn't fully – I had the game on, but I was on my laptop. Um, and I look up, and I see the Chargers fumble the ball, and I see the Falcons be running it back. And I look back down, and I'm thinking dude was down or something. That's how the Chargers mm-hmm. got the ball back. That's what I thought. So I didn't realize that the Falcons dude fumbled the ball back to the Chargers until like an hour later. <laughs> like he did what? Excuse yeah, me? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that – I mean, very Falcons thing to it was, yeah. and it was also them playing the Chargers, which literally could have caused Ragnarok. Yeah. All right, so it was only one way for that to end. And I, I did think about you, Levi, when I saw it. I said, you know what? I believe I was pissed for like a few seconds, but then he remembered the tank. Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, it's funny because when that happened, um, I got the tank discussion got brought up because I was yeah. uh, with a couple of people. Uh, when we were watching it and um, now I'm more in the um, I'm more in the camp of let's just go for it because we've won too much already I mean we're not going to be a lottery pick per se um, in this draft so yeah just go for it Mm, I respect that and the division is winnable it's a mad winnable division yeah this is mad winnable I understand um I'm in favor of all of you winning it except the Saints. I need I need all of you to keep the Saints at losing as much as possible. That's what I need. Why? Because we got the draft pick. And I want it to be as as high as possible. I want that draft pick to be oh, yeah, in, yeah. in the single digits. Keep that thing in the singles, please. It is beautiful to me. Um, yeah, so that game was that was certainly something. Uh Geno Smith, I thought he wrote back for a little bit Sunday. I was like, oh no, Geno wrote back. It's not going well. <laughs> yeah, he wrote back, yeah. but then he ripped up the letter, like he wrote the letter, but he ripped it up, and then said, "No, I have nothing to say to you," and went back into Geno Smith. Geno Smith, we all know from this season. What's the record now? They are six and three, bro. Ah, surprising. God. I'm gonna tell you something, Levi. I don't oh necessarily God. care about going undefeated. I'm not tripping on that. Like I, you know, I'm not really tripping on the undefeated thing. I'm not really tripping on the uh I'm not really tripping on like a one loss season. Um my biggest necessity in this season, Levi, is to not play the Seahawks in the playoffs. I do not want to play Seattle in, in Seattle is the bane of the Eagles' existence. I don't know what it is about them, what the problem is. We have not been able to, I don't remember the last time we beat Seattle in a football game, Levi. I really don't. I cannot remember the last time we beat them here. I didn't know it was like that. In Philly, over there, I don't know when we beat them, bro. They are a problem for us. Pete Carroll is just hate. Just I don't know. It's something. It's something with Pete and us, and I don't want that problem. And I for sure don't want to go there. God bless whoever has to go play a playoff game in Seattle, because you're out of there, buddy. You are going home. You might as well chalk it up. Don't even make the trip, because it's done for you. You're losing that first game. They're going to get a home game if they win that division. You're you're done. So the I I don't care who we finish as long as we don't have to play Seattle in the playoffs. That's all I want, bro. All I really want in life is to not play Seattle. That's my biggest I fear. I understand that. Thank you. Yeah, that is, that is my biggest fear. Um, I, oh, go ahead. I want to ask you a question. Yes, sir. And this can kind of segue us into a different game. But um, who do you think is more potent? This Now that I'm about to say it out loud, it's uh, kind of a stupid question because I think we'll both have the same answer and it's kind of right. obvious, but who has the better offense or 
what what's the worst three-headed monster the d smitty aj brown jalen hurts or the tyreek kill jalen waddle to a tongue of iloa i mean i think jalen waddle is a better receiver than Devontae smith right now mm-hmm. so i have to go miami if I'm going so jalen waddle's the difference yeah yeah like i think aj brown and tyreek kill is kind of a watch me depending on the skill set you want to have but obviously mm-hmm. the speed tyreek kill changes everything but i think jalen waddle's a better receiver than Devontae smith right now okay because if I didn't, if I don't have, I, I'm happy with AJ. I think AJ is like AJ healthy. AJ has just been amazing, and I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, but he's on the short list of receivers for sure. I think he's a tier one. Um, but I think Waddle is a tier, a little. He's a tier above Devonte. Wherever I have Devonte right now, okay. you know I love Devonte, but yeah, I have Jalen Waddle over Devonte. So I think that's the difference, the biggest difference. Okay. For me. Yeah, yeah, I think there's actually more of a difference. Uh, than just those two, I would give the edge still to Tyreek over AJ, AJ? even though no, I would say overall it could wash. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Tyreek's no, get creeping into that elite level if he's not already in that elite, elite level. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, he's on pace 2,000 yards this year, like yeah. he's an absolute force. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, Tua and Jalen are pretty much uh, a wash. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I would say they're the better offensive team. They, I would say they definitely have the edge on offense, but y'all clearly have that. the better defense. Yeah. So that's yeah. what makes those uh, teams evened up. Right. The offense has also been able to produce for four quarters consistently, which is still a thing that we struggle with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got it. I definitely give this. I will give this to the Dolphins in that. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. Miami. Miami yeah. Dolphins, number one. But uh, I do want to apologize for the Dolphins or to the Dolphins mm. um, and all the Miami people out there. Um, I want to apologize for not putting Miami in my Super Bowl. Ah. Um, I was trying to go to what you what word did you say earlier to me? What did you text me about the Derrick Henry? What oh, that you on? trying to believe in the unprecedented? Oh, yeah. Bet unprecedented? yeah I bet on the unprecedented. <laughs> so. My Raiders and Packers matchup still looks worse and it gets oh, worse man. and worse as the season uh, progresses. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been very adamant. I thought Miami was going to be really good this year. Um, I'm two anon all the way. Uh, I've always been a big believer in Jalen. I didn't know Tyreek was at this level and he clearly is. So um, yeah, I apologize to Miami for not putting them in my Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad some of us had the foresight to do that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I did. I may have forgotten that I did it when I did it, but I definitely did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have had to remind me. But yeah. I for sure did it. Um, yo, mentioning Josh McDaniels, is he he's done, right? Like, is he gonna get through this season? Well, I think he'll get through this year, but is he gonna like be back next year? Because this is how, bad. Yeah, but I mean, how crazy is that? So He's had two head coaching jobs that lasted what three years combined. Yeah, two and a half. Because he got fired years. in the middle of that other season. He got fired in the middle of the, oh, in the middle of season, it. I think. I think he did. Yeah, I don't think he so. It was that. one and a half or two and a half. Oh, hold on, hold on, hmm. hold on. It could be. I ain't gonna lie. Having a McDaniel's and a McDaniel as a head coach would be real confusing. People just be using last names. Yeah. I'm like, what was happening? I'd be like, somebody like, oh, McDaniel. I'm like, what happened to the Dolphins? Oh, oh it's just it's an S. My bad. <laughs> to s um he was uh, the broncos coach for yeah 2009 to 2010 so that's like a season and a piece a piece of another one 
Josh McDaniels, he's just when you're talking about coaches, he's definitely one of those guys. He's got his own system and people have to fit that system in order for it to right. work, even though he's got a gold mine over there with offensive talent. Um, and uh, I mean, Josh Jacobs has been great this year and they were right. thinking about trading him. They were like, oh, Josh Jacobs has been kind of a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, he's been the one bright spot for that offense. But right, right. Uh, Josh McDaniels is one who definitely can. He's not versatile. He cannot uh, conform to his players' talent. And um, I mean, I've never really seen anything special in him when he was at New England. So uh, yeah. yeah, I guess it's probably best to cut the uh, cord early. But also, you always have to take into consideration what is Mark uh, Davis's finances looking ra- like That's right now. That's a great and point. I'm glad you brought that up. A coach. I'm glad yeah. you brought. I was thinking that while while you're saying that. Yeah. That's the real yeah. question. I'm yeah, I learned. Yeah, I learned this weekend. I didn't know that. Las Vegas, a Las Vegas game is actually the most expensive game to go to when it comes to ticket prices. Um, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Parking and uh, merchandise and yeah. food. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Davis trying to get every penny he can right now. I feel like it's probably why there's a lot of road fans showing up because, like, this is just a weekend trip. Let's go to Vegas, especially if you're like yeah. a team that doesn't play them every year. You know, it's like, hey, Vegas weekend, let's show up, you know? Um, the other thing I think about the Raiders is what do you do with Derek Carr? Because Derek's not bad. I would never say Derek Carr is a bad quarterback. He's also not exceptional. He's firmly in the middle. And you can get by with the in-the-middle quarterback if the roster is right. If the roster isn't right, you already paid him, and you seem to be stuck. And I feel like they're in a place where I don't know what they do with that, you know? Yeah. But I don't – I don't watch enough Raiders, so yeah. uh, I know Darren Waller's been a no-go this year. Um, I don't know if that's more because of uh, just terrible scheming and not giving him, up, him open, or maybe we yeah. do forget Darren Waller is up there in age, even though he right. just busted out on the scene um, a few years ago. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of things to consider. I just haven't watched that offense enough and to see how they run things just to really pinpoint why yeah. it's so bad yeah. or why it's going yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, who gets who? And I thought that defense would be a lot better too this year. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, who departs first, Josh McDaniels or um, Aaron Rodgers? Josh McDaniels. Mm. Not mad yeah. at it. The Packers are bad. That's a bad football team, Levi. Are they tanking? Are they? <laughs> Is it a covert tanking? tank? Is it a covert tank? Maybe. That's interesting. That's an interesting concept. Aaron Rodgers in on it. The Aaron's in on the tank. And or maybe what if this is just Aaron deciding he's going to tank and he's going to prove a point, and they mm. better. And if and if they don't use that first round pick for a wide receiver. He's he's retiring or something like that. I can see him totally doing that too. Yeah, I, I would. And I would not blame him. I'm like, you know what, Aaron? What he send a message, man? I wouldn't like, either, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Like, as weird as I find everything they did with each other to be, and yeah. how he handled the offseason last year, I'm looking at that receiver core. I'm like, Aaron, you kind of do have a point. I gotta and, say, yeah. you're not you're not really bugging. But <laughs> it's like I said before, man. I think I, I said it what last week probably. Like, Aaron. I feel like he thought he could carry a team by himself. Yeah. Or he could make everybody better. He, he just didn't have it like that anymore. That time is that time is still in his career. 
Yeah, you need to be surrounded by scheme, talent. You need all that, and they don't have it. Mm-hmm. But scoring nine points on the Detroit Lions defense is flagrant. That is a flagrant failure. Yeah. And no matter how bad the Russell was, he had three picks. I think two of them were in the red zone, right? Two or three of them in the red zone? All of them might have been in the red zone. I, I don't know how. I think two for sure. Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll go with two. Yeah, we'll go with two yeah. in the red zone. Like, that was an ugly performance, man. Scoring nine points on the Lions. And then stopping the Lions offense was actually been good this year. You know, your defense did your job. You just didn't mm-hmm. help them at all. You know I'm saying the Buccaneers defense held the uh, Rams for a half, and then Brady finally went and got a touchdown to win it, you know. At some point, you got to help them out a little bit. Got them out a little bit. But Aaron, we got to put him in the crock pot. It's cooked. Yep. Put it on low. It's not a fast cook. It's a low cook. It's a low cook. Yeah. It's a real low cook. Um, thank God we didn't have to watch the Broncos play this week. I'm yes. appreciative of that. I love, give them another bye week. Just don't let me see them again. <laughs> I'm good. I don't want to watch that team anymore. Just give them I'm another putting time. them in prime time. I'm sure they got another prime time game left, at least one. Let me look at this. Let me look ahead right now. Because I really hope not. After uh, we settle that, I have a question for you. Okay. Hold on. I could just went to their schedule. Why did I do that? Why did I make that so difficult? Jesus. I did that as difficult as possible. I was going through the week-by-week NFL schedule. So it's clicking on the Broncos logo <laughs> to see the schedule. I don't know what I was doing. Um, oh, They have a Sunday night game in December against the Chiefs. Ah. But December is flex time usually, right? I think December is flex time. It may be. It may be. Yeah, so they might get flexed out of there. They I have hope so. a, I have a, I have a bad question, Levi. Don't All right, me. go ahead. What day is Christmas? 25th, right? Yeah. Okay. They have a Christmas Day game, but the NFL season, the NFL falls on a Sunday this year, so that might be a regular week. Oh, so it falls on a Sunday this year? Yeah, Christmas falls on a Sunday this year. Okay, well, I think going on now from the future, they're going to start having Christmas Day games. Oh, yeah? Okay. okay. Yeah, I, that. I think that's what been, the discussion has been. Mm, that's why okay, I was like okay. starting 2023, I think. Oh, yeah, they got a whole Christmas Eve slate. Oh, there's Christmas Eve, too. Yeah, they got – okay, most of the games are on Christmas Eve, and they're playing three on Christmas Day. So, yeah, that's what they're doing. Okay. I ain't going to lie. These Christmas Day games are nasty, though. They might as well just stay where they was at. We got Packers, Dolphins, Broncos, Whoa. Rams, and Bucks, Cardinals. I guess like the wives are like, honey, you have to spend Christmas with your family this year. Those games are trash. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. But Eagles Cowboys is the 24th. It's Christmas Eve, so. No, oh, okay. Eagles fans get away. Eagles ain't get away from the wives. But uh, do you do you rate do you fans of these Sunday games? Nah, just y'all spend time with y'all gonna be today with the family. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a family day for sure. Um the other oh, okay. I got a question. I got a yes. question. Oh, yes, I forgot. Yeah. Titus. Yes, sir. Kirk Cousins. Mm. Good. Still going with. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. Yeah, I, it's the best I can give him is I like it's I just as long as something I can do with the same. Now, two minutes left, 1 p.m. game, no national television. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the best in the world. 
the man can fit it can thread yeah what camels through needles or needles through cam- yeah whatever yeah like that man yeah yeah that man does magic in those situations yeah i don't know what it is that i don't know how this is going to work in the playoffs when like they put him at night because hey it's playoffs national tv i don't know if he's going to request like a one o'clock start regional game i don't know mm. but yeah no kirk all right i saw Dude. a little dance yeah do you do you like the i, I like the look actually the the shirtless uh chain it did actually up fit look. him it did actually yeah. fit him in a way that I didn't expect it to and the glasses yeah he's uh yeah. low low key rip bro didn't, he is. didn't think Kirk Cousins had that yeah he doesn't wear his uniform doesn't help him it doesn't yeah. no favor. and he's got the loose sleeves so you know yeah uh, yeah he looks like yeah. he looks like the back he still looks like a backup college quarterback yeah he like, does in a uniform he looks like Matt Saracen <laughs> yeah and <laughs> It's why it doesn't translate. But nah, yeah. They I mean they had debatable with the commanders. And Taylor Heineke did a you see Taylor Heineke's interception at the end of that game? No, I didn't. It was a real Carson Wentz experience. It was. It I was. mean, he, he just missed them. I mean, it was right, it was just right past the receiver, right to the defense. Like, oh, the Carson, the Carson gets you all, gets us all eventually, man. And I told you Taylor Heineke gives you fireworks, bro. I mean, either way, it, it's gonna be something popping. <laughs> <laughs> One way or another. Uh that's a good question though. Do you have do you have another one? Uh no, Kirk Cousins was uh the only one I had. Oh, uh, where do you think? Where do you stand with him? Do you stand with him? Is he on the good? Is he good? I mean, I'm just waiting for it to fall apart, even though I really <laughs> don't, because I do like that Vikings team. Um the team is nice. And I'm coming around nice. on yeah, I'm coming around on Kirk Cousins. I mean, I never really like liked him. I just thought he was like corny and like yeah. just too vanilla. I mean, he still is. But yeah, they just yeah. accept it. Yeah, yeah. But I've heard him in some interviews um, recently, like yeah. with PMT, and they're good at like trying to get guys to break or whatever. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just like genuinely a nice dude, and yeah. um. He seems to like genuinely care about you know everybody on his team and all that. So mm-hmm. I guess I can't hate on that too much. And I want to see everybody else succeed on that team. So and my boy right, DJ right. Wanham. So right now right, I'm getting you... Kirk Cousins good. I but it can that. change. I respect that. Um Justin Fields. Are you ready to give him the good? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll give Justin Fields good. But I, I will say this. It can change. I, I'm not saying I don't really. It, I, even if he just starts playing badly this year, I will. Oh no, change yeah, it it's, this it's year. still variables. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm talking about more the future where when they build that offense up more and right. where they're drawing up these situations where he doesn't have to run it and he does have to needs to sit in the pocket and deliver it. I'm yeah. still not sold on that. But mm-hmm. him coming out, rolling out of the pocket, throwing on the run, or just running. Right. Great at it. Great. Yeah, and there, so I'll give him good right now. Yeah, there are elements of a good quarterback there. It just needs to be pieced together. Yeah. Like, and needs to have the right scheme, the right coaching. And they're going to have $100 million in cap room this offseason. So there's no reason for them to not do what the Eagles did, not do what the Dolphins did. You rebuild that offense around their quarterback and see what you got. That's yeah. that's what they that's what they should be doing this offseason, straight up. Like, rebuilding that entire uh, offensive system. You got a lot yeah. of money to play with. That's the perfect time to do it. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm glad they finally started, you know, Catering some stuff to him rather mm-hmm. trying to force a what is it? Force a square peg in a round hole. Is that the phrase? Yeah. We gotta we might be the worst show at knowing phrases. We are. <laughs> no, we are. 
we're, we're so not bad experts. at it. <laughs> right. If somebody put a compilation together of those, it'd be so many. Just us yeah. messing us guessing phrases and hoping we're right. Like it'd be yeah. so many of them. But yeah. I saw Phil's stat line yesterday, and it was like, first off, well, I was on I saw the Dolphins at 30 points. I mean the Bears at 30 points. I was like, the Bears scored 30 points today. Mm-hmm. On the Dolph, what is this? And I look at stat line, it was like 119 yards, three touchdowns. I'm like, 119 pass yards, three touchdowns. And that's all the rushing yards. I was like, oh, oh, Phil's going crazy. I see what's happening here. Yeah, he broke Michael Vick's record for the most rushing yards in the game. Um, dude is an athlete. I didn't man. know that. Yeah. Wait, for, uh, for a quarterback in all, it wasn't like as a sophomore, whatever he is. Like, nah, yeah, just, I think it was a quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback. Oh, okay. <laughs> 178 yards. Yeah. Um, Great performance for him. I'm glad, I'm glad to see him getting it together a little bit because it did look like at times he didn't know how to play football. Yeah. It really looked like that. He looked really lost out there. And I'm glad to see he's not broken because a lot of quarterbacks would be broken at that point. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm glad to see he's not. Zachary Wilson, the Cougar Hunter. <laughs> that dog. <laughs> that dog. <laughs> is, is he good? Bro, I want to believe in Zach Wilson mainly ever since I saw that video. What's that video of uh, I, who posted it? Dan Orlovsky. But it, it was that oh, video yeah, game yeah, throw just, when he yeah. got hit. It and just launched it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And ever since that, I've been I've been sold on the Zach Wilson train. And then <laughs> right. we get this offseason news. I'm like, oh, this dude's not just a dog, but he's a full on uh bull massive like this is a big dog out here so i want to believe (laughs) yeah i want to believe in zach wilson but right now i'm giving him that side finger where i'm still not sure yet he's he's in the yeah you know that's his category yeah his category um but i have to say levi this robert solid jets area is a new team Mm -hmm. and i know that because do you know how that game started off with them did you see the opening kickoff no i didn't the opening kickoff, the kicker slips, and the ball barely goes across midfield. Like it skips to skips to the to midfield, and the Bills just fall on. So the Bills have field position at midfield uh-huh. to start the game. But because it's a new Jets here, they threw an interception. The Bills threw a pick. Mm. The Robert Sala era is a different time in New York right now. There's something here, Levi. The mm-hmm. Jets might have a future. They might have a future, Levi. I, I saw it. The fact they survived that type of play to open up the game shows me there are elements of something. There's something is brewing in the Meadowlands, the New mm-hmm. Jersey Eastern Meadowlands Stadium Park. What's the name of that place? New Meadowlands. That what it's called? I forget. The the Meadowlands. Yeah, yeah. East. Uh, are you talking about the stadium company name? Uh, yeah, it was, it's a company. Or it's like a bank, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that would make sense. I'll be for, I'll be forgetting these places to be named after it. be like sponsors. It's uh oh, it's MetLife. Oh, MetLife okay. Stadium. There we go. I feel like Meadowlands. East Rutherford. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I feel like Meadowlands had. I didn't make that up. Did I? I don't think I made that up. No, no. Okay. Uh, it says MetLife Stadium is a multi-purpose stadium at the Meadowlands Sports Complex. Okay, cool. There we go. There we go. All right. So I was on. I had something in there, right? I was yeah. really scared I made up Meadowlands. I was going to sleep at night wondering how I came up with that and be really confused. <laughs> not going to lie to you. But yeah, man, there's something in something in the water. There's something in the water for the Jets. The Giants won't have that water, but the Jets got it. Yeah. It's in the water. It's definitely in the water. Um, Wait, so you don't think it's not in the water with the Giants, though? Nah. They, nah, nah. Oh. As much as I like the Brian Dayball interview on God Bless Football, um, 
Nah. Yeah, Dave's is, Dave's is a cool guy. He really is. He really yeah. is. That was a great interview. Um, but not, I, I don't see it there. I don't see it, Levi. Mm. I think that's all the NFL I have. Do you have anything else from this week? Do you have any takeaways? Uh, let, me, let me check real quick. Good. Baker Mayfield got back in. This I saw week. that. I saw he had that. Two TDs. Uh, the PJ Walker Baker Mayfield thing is interesting to me because I actually, well, I really like PJ because he's an XFL success story and I find that to be awesome. But also, yeah. I still feel like slightly bad for what happened to Baker in Cleveland. I do. Yeah. Just a little bit. But yeah, yeah. that, man. Do you think LeBron James feels bad for Baker? Do you think he that that was immoral of them to do to <laughs> probably not? I don't know. Like if you ask him, um, he'd probably be like, he'd probably be like, I knew Baker. I I, I had a feeling Baker wouldn't make it here. Yeah. I had a feeling. Do you see no, the, I, there, there's a new trend? Have you seen the trend on Twitter? People posting uh, LeBron's picture with fake quotes, the, the things that he would lie about, making up lies that he would say. So I, I heard about uh, he lied about listening to Takeoff and the Migos, Bro. which R.I.P. Takeoff, my favorite Migos, um, sad. But uh, yeah, he said, yeah, since 2010, right. when I, start, I, when I started with the Heat. And it was like, dude, they didn't put out their first like album or mixtape till 2011. <laughs> <laughs> he is. LeBron. Is he starting to get in that Russell Wilson territory? He Honestly, he's approaching it, but his lies just be more egregious. Yeah, like, because it's very it's, obvious that, uh, I mean, since day one, LeBron has cared about what his image is, and he's yeah. been very meticulous on what he, but I think as he gets older, though, um, and the relative, or and I'm not saying he's not relevant, but him staying up with the relativity. He's trying to build his mythology for when he was, I think he's aware of his mortality, trying to build his mythology as big as possible. For when it's bro, I mean, that's obvious through his Twitter account, bro. When he's talking to himself, he's posting <laughs> his high school videos, and he's like, "That's a Nike thing, young isn't it? Bron." That's not uh, doing that camp. I don't know. I thought they were. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I thought that was just LeBron yeah. doing his um, own campaigning. <laughs> but yeah, he's been. Uh, it's like uh, this dude said on Twitter. This is what started it. Uh, at M. Brown, Miles Brown tweeted, "LeBron is a generational liar." I get it. He's had a mic in his face. He was sixteen. He feels the need to give a good quote, so he says what you want to hear. But can we at least keep track of them all? That's why reference. I like reference some highlights. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would. It would. And it's true. Like he has been like in the media for so long and has the has has had to care about his image since he was longer than he's been alive, basically, right? Like yeah. it's been he's had to be a professional for half his more than more than half his life at this point. Yeah. So I get it. But bro, these lies just be these lies be killing me. Yeah. That's why um he's gonna say he knew Kobe was gonna score 81. Remember he said that. Wait, he said what? Remember he said he knew Kobe was gonna score 81, like half oh. the first quarter. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one, yeah, one of the more recent ones too. Everybody was yeah. jumping on him about, but yeah. um, I'm only That's bringing this up. Is one of my favorites. Do what? That's my favorite quote, one of my favorites on the shop. What this Kobe thing? No, when he was like, that's one of my favorite quotes. I do it on the shop. My favorite sayings. Oh. <laughs> I, I have one coach, um, and he used to say, put yourself in situations where you're not in, you're not comfortable. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite saying. Zone, um, <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I never heard that. 
he just he just feels the need to give us a to just be included. It's like, bro, yeah, you don't have to do this. Yeah, but it's so funny. I wonder if he's aware of it at this point. He's adding to it. Like, you think he's aware of it? See, he's sometimes just, I think he is, but yeah. other times I'm like, I no, I actually don't think he is aware of this. I think you're right. I think it blends. Yeah, because that man, that man is is that. Remember, you hit that three in the playing game. Said he couldn't see. Yeah. He, or he no, he said he saw three rounds. Three rims. And he just shot for the middle one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's funny because he told on the court he told Steph he's like can't see after he like can't see <laughs> can't see and Steph's just looking at him like bro like can't see. <laughs> no, LeBron is hilarious, bro. Um, I got one more football thing before okay, yeah, we wrap it up. Um. I well, really, I just want you to kind of clarify, even though I totally agree that I do bet on the unprecedented. Yes. Um, and I like to zig <laughs> while everybody zags. This but is I don't a thing think my betting weekend. on Derrick Henry to be Derrick Henry this year was that unprecedented. Betting him after breaking his foot in half and getting like seven plates, but however happened to it was a little unprecedented. You know what Derrick Henry yeah. is though? He's an El Caballo. A what? An El Caballo. What is that? Well, you know, it's Spanish for horse, but he's just not. Oh, a okay. Horse. I, I didn't. Know, I really didn't know that. And then there's a. Well, no, they talk about it on Levitard when they were oh, talking about it. starting pitchers. Oh, oh, like okay, okay, okay. Yeah, ranking yeah. starting pitchers, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the top was an El Caballo, and so uh, Derek Henry is an El Caballo. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. But no, you were right about that. You're right yeah. about that. But and, no, them, betting on their precedent has been betting on their precedent has been a thing of my weekend. Um, because people did that and they were trying to take a victory lap on it. It's like, bro. <laughs> you had no way to know this was possible. Yeah. So you were just a victim by the rest of my weekend. It's okay. But yeah, but the, <laughs> the whole, I mean, I'm telling you, bro, there's weight into the theory of if you're a breakout running back or if you're a running back who just got a new contract, mm-hmm. don't expect to play every game next season because something's going to happen to you. <laughs> it's just a curse. Like, well, that's how it goes. Well, Jeff Saturday's about to have him running that football, though. I know that much. <laughs> that ball's going to be on the ground, buddy. Yeah. Jeff Saturday is in the building. Remember Jeff, yeah. Jeff got Jeff got to a yellow match with Peyton Man by running the football. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So that, it's coming back. The run game. Yeah. That's in, can you imagine being on that team and just having a dude that was in a suit show up to coach you on TV? Mm-hmm. Like just suddenly, hey, I'm head coach now, guys. Yeah. Tuesday. Uh, how do you guys usually run the week? It's your usual routine. It's like he's, gonna have Tony, he's gonna have Tony Dungy in there, bro. That right next That's to him. Oh my gosh, you're so right. <laughs> you're so right. It's like when a manager comes in and they got to get trained by the by the regular workers. Yeah. Like why? How you? Okay, whatever. The next thing you know, all right, new running's backs coach. We got Edron James in here, and <laughs> welcome, Edron. Yo, bring the whole team. Let the whole team coach. Somebody find yeah. Bob Sanders. He can be the DBs coach. Bob Sanders yeah. be the DBs coach. You know what I'm saying? Um. Peyton Brandon Stokely is going to be the wide receiver coach. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can touch no, I'm going to say something. Can't bring Marvin back. Uh, you know, nope. Don't <laughs> nope. 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 He can't come back. He can't. He can't come within 10 feet. Mm-mm. Nope. Bro, it's so funny, though, because I just always pictured Marvin Harrison just being like just one of those soft spoken, just nicest guys because you never heard anything from him. And so it, it was, there was a reason. bubble popper that <laughs> I learned a few years ago. This man yes. probably killed somebody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that was a wildest story. Cause like, yo, 
Oh, he was he wasn't soft spoken because that was this person. He was soft spoken for a different reason. Yeah, understood, understood. Silent but deadly. Yeah. Right, and that was yeah. sons at Ohio State, and we scared to say his name. Yeah, you know what I'm saying he had to, on he ESPN. Had to, they list him as MJ Junior. I bet they do. I bet they do. He had the uh or yeah MH. He had Louis. He had Louis or Gucci uh cleats on. I was like, I bet if I asked where he got them from. <laughs> I bet y'all don't. Yeah. <laughs> y'all don't ask no questions. He's so good too. That's the thing. Yeah, he He's he is really, really good. good. Yeah. yeah. I'll say does a great job with receivers. I don't know what they got up there, but they're incredible with the receivers. Yeah. I mean, they had Chris Olave, uh Garrett Wilson come out right. last year. And then yeah. they'll have um yeah, Harrison and Igbuka is good too. Yeah, both are coming out this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Asa where he freaking dropped the touchdown that I needed uh on Saturday. Mm. So it's ah, okay. for the points. Need the points. Uh well for the bet. I bet him over I bet this man over on receiving touchdowns, bro. He got one touchdown and it was on the ground. So it didn't even count for me. <laughs> and I went under. I would have been pissed. They can even bro. give you can even give me a, a jet pass. I was so a touch mad, pass bro. or nothing. Nah, it'd be yeah. hot. And if it would have been hot. Do you have a prediction on the uh Sunday night on the Monday night game tonight? Ravens Saints? Um, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I'm going Ravens. Um, for personal and uh, you know, business reasons, or for professional and business reasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I need that pick to be high. Let me out, Baltimore. Baltimore is done. Though. I don't. Well, Levi, I'm not sure. I don't know if you saw, but um, um, the one receiver Baltimore had, whose name is escaping me, is out. Duvernay. Bateman. Oh, Bateman. They got Duvernay though. That's fair. It, could, it should be enough for this game, for this specific yeah. game, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it doesn't make sense why the Saints are so bad, though. It really doesn't. I get. I feel like it shows you how much uh, uh, what's his name was holding together, right? Uh, Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean and Sean and Drew. Yeah, which I didn't have any faith. I mean, I thought the Dennis Allen hire wasn't good, but I guess it made sense. Yeah, it was a real and, continuity move, but it's like. Yeah, is that the continuity you want? Yeah, <laughs> that's really one out of your life. But Mark Andrews is also out, so it's really going to be Duvernay and Lamar. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, that's that team is injury riddled, boy. Hmm. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm saying you can cut my salary and fix it, but we need to. I don't want whatever you don't pay me. I don't need to go towards medical staff. Like I need all the that guarantee money I don't get. Put that in escrow to the medical staff because Lord, I'm tired of I'm tired of everybody being hurt every week. That's, that's, yeah. what I would do. That's, that's, that. that's just me but yeah um do we have anything else we need to hit uh football wise um no okay um basketball wise the season is in a quarter swing um we're about 10 games into the year so we got about mm-hmm. 70 to go it um, seems like a lot more than that already it's been a long season with very little talk about actual basketball yeah it's all been drama yeah, like this, this has been a real soap opera season. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks are nine and only by undefeated, never lost. Right on their heels are the Cleveland Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell is showing all of you who doubted him that I just need this might to play, I just need the guard to play with, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all he needed. Um, and need to get away from Rudy Gobert because that man is clearly ruining the Timberwolves. Yeah. By the way, I had to talk about Anthony Edwards today in a negative light, and I don't like it, so you better not let me do it again. Um, I got to send you this play. I, from the <coughs> I forgot to send you this play. 
because I was I was ignoring giving you your flowers for being right about Derrick Henry. So I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I was ignoring giving you your flowers about Derrick being right about Derrick Henry, so I didn't send it to you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta send you this that happened the other night though. But Levi, MVP, early MVP voting, early MVP race. I believe it is Giannis Antetokounmpo with it going for the third MVP because he is he is doing some some magical things with the Bucks right now. No Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. And he was he think he scored 30 in all but like one game this year. The only reason he didn't score 30 and that was because he subbed out. He like put the ball down, walked out of bounds so his brother could get in. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'll, I'll let y'all. Cause that's just Giannis. Wait, well, um at the beginning of the year, the first game, he only scored 21. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. He's got on a hot streak, I think. Because gotcha. uh Luca's the only one who scored 30 plus every game. Okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But he is, I mean, Giannis is averaging 30. Yeah, Giannis has been a monster. They're locked in defensively, offensively. He's having 32 right now. Yeah. Um, 32, 12, and five. Good gracious. He's he's really getting better and it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you do with that. But I, I think he's getting nothing repeat this year, man. Things will get his third one. Well, yeah, I mean, our conversation is going to be the Giannis versus Luca, and yes, I'm about yes. to defend your preseason pick at MVP, which was Luca. Yes, and, yes, yes. Um, uh, I mean, there's not much separating the two. Uh, you could own, I would just argue that Giannis is getting a little bit more help, especially from uh, Drew Holiday, who's all yeah, two this fair. year. Fair. But uh, look, it's ridiculous because. To me, it just wows me more with Luca because you think, bro, you're playing the Mavs. No, I understand. Who do we have to D up? Luca. I mean, that's the only dude we got to stop. And I'm expecting, yeah, somebody's going to stop him. But yet, the dude scored 30 plus every yeah, game. Yeah, there's a video um, someone put out on Twitter that Josh sent to me. Um, the Raptors threw like 11 different looks at him, and I think he scored on all of them. Yeah. Dude, in that game, I'm looking at it now. The man had 35 points, eight rebounds, six assists, three steals, and a block. Luca's insane right now. Like Luca is in some magical zone. Ever since FIBA, he's been wilding out since FIBA. Yeah. Like FIBA Luca, he brought that to the regular season, and it's a little bit terrifying. Yeah. It is. Um, I but I think at the end of the day, if the if the because the Mavericks are only five and three right now, I think. Yeah, they're five and three. If if it stands. And the Bucks keep the, I know they can't go undefeated, obviously, but the Bucks finish in first and mm-hmm. the Mavs are in like five, fifth or sixth in the in the West. I think Luca's gonna get it just because of the team success. Yeah. But that does play a factor. Um, which would ruin my bet, but you know, my preseason pick. But Wait, I mean, honestly, uh, looking mean, at the numbers, hmm? you think Giannis would get it? Giannis, yeah, yeah, my bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, but honestly, look at the looking at it, bro. You can't go wrong either way. You really can't. Yeah. But also, this makes me realize that I, was, I think I said this last year. Embiid's never won an MVP, bro. No, he's not. He's just not getting one. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but he's he's not getting one. James Harden's out for a month. That team's gonna fall off a cliff, I think. Um, because I think he's very important to what they do. What video did you send me? Uh, doesn't do. Make sure I send it to you. Was yeah, it's it's a, it's a link. Sorry, wrong. Do you get it? 
Yeah, I don't get what happened. T Wolves, Rockets. Yeah, look at look at the person standing there with their hands on their hips, not moving. Oh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. What's he doing, bro? He's standing there, not moving at all. He has not. I mean, that was my preseason. Uh, you pick. He has not done well at all this year. I think he's, he's been very plus twenty like once, twice. He's he's been very inconsistent this season, and I. Leave reading some of his quotes. He's kind of fed up with this Rudy Gobert thing. Yeah. Doesn't like it. Like he literally said, I don't want to go. I don't have space to go dunk on everybody. I can't go dunk on everybody. I'm six four. Yeah. Wasn't there hasn't there been a quote floating around from him last year about having more space? Or I may be getting confused with someone else about a different teammate. But uh yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'll look at that. Maybe bring it back up if I find it. But yeah, that's fine. It's it's way too early for him to be checked out like that. Um, he does need to get it together a little bit, and I do believe they put a lot of stock into it. this whole experiment was based on him taking a mag- a giant lead this year, which I felt like was slightly early, but I understood why they did it too. But I don't know, man. It's gotta it's gotta get better. It just does. I know the fit's not great. Um. Rudy seems to not be able to do what I thought he would do. I thought I thought regular season that fit would be okay. Maybe it still will be. Maybe they have kinks to work out early on. But it's just it's not it's not working, bro. Yeah, here's here's his game log: 18, 29, 34, 9, 30, 11, 30, 30, 11. He's just not he hasn't found that consistency yet. He has not found. Oh, he has scored more than I thought he has, though. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't found that consistency yet. Um, but no, he's got to be engaged. He's got to be locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's still young, so I know he probably has a young mindset. But dog, they want to make you the face of this franchise. You gotta take it. Period. Mm-hmm. You have to. But no, the Timberwolves thing has been a disappointment so far. I don't want to hit the panic button because it's still early. I think they can get better, but it's gotta it's gotta start soon. It's gotta start soon. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of draft capital. Um, but you can always flip cat into something. You can always what? Flip cat. Yeah, I would trade cat personally. Um, but the thing and the other thing with them is they do have some flexibility this offseason because D'Angelo Russell's contract is up, and I don't think they're bringing D'Angelo Russell back. I wouldn't bring no. D'Angelo Russell back, you know, that's cat's friend. If you want to go with him, y'all can go together. Um, but I wouldn't be looking at bringing D'Lo back, they need another type of point guard, he's not it. Um, Gobert, he needs to stick him, yeah. He just needs like some good old wide receiver stick him so he can hold on to a basketball every now mm-hmm. and then. Um, shout Don Mitchell for being right about that. <laughs> shout yeah. him for being right this entire time about, about Rudy Gobert not throwing the ball. But yeah, that team is nasty, bro. They play the Knicks uh tonight. They're two and a half my favorites over the Knicks. That's interesting. But not nah, Anthony has to be better. That team has a long way to go. It's a long mm-hmm. season, but it's got to start. It's got to start soon, very soon. I like what the Trailblazers are doing, bro. Yeah. I, do. I like what they got going on. I feel like um, I feel like the Anthony Simons and Dame Blue thing is looking nice. They both I, I got sold on them when they both were out the other night and they beat the Suns. Mm. Granted, um, Jeremy Grant walked on the final possession that made he made the shot on. But mm-hmm. the fact is the game was close with no Dame Lillard and no Jeremy Grant. And it could have went overtime. 
I like what they're doing out there. How you feel about the Hawks right now? Uh, well, yeah, I was just about to say, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that the Bucks are gonna um, not be undefeated tomorrow mm. Uh, mm. once the Hawks beat them tonight. But mm. uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about the Hawks. Um, the most surprising thing so far is um, John Collins' defense. Um, the man's like averaging like um, four or five uh, blocks and steals combined each night. Uh, so that's really good. And um, still trying to learn how to mesh, you know, DeWante and Trey. Yeah. Uh, but I do like how Nate is offsetting them, kind of uh, staggering them yeah. uh, with the bench. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean – I don't really have anything to complain about right now. The only problem down the road or our biggest problem is going to be depth. Uh, mm. But we do still have our six man. Uh, he hasn't played yet, but uh, bogey. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, he got um, hurt um, in the playoffs last year. So That's right. That's right. Yeah, he got he took yeah. a bad injury. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I do. So I do have a concern for the Hawks. I heard this last week on the athletic NBA show, Levi. And they ran through the Hawks schedule and also mentioned how they were 17th in defensive rating against not very good teams. So it's like, mm, don't fully trust them yet. How do you feel? How do you respond to that? It's, it's too early. Cause if I do have to identify uh, a downfall, even though yeah. John Collins pickup on defense is surprising. Okay, very, yeah, yeah. I mean, still Nate McMillan, the guy who's supposed to be a defensive uh, minded coach <laughs> defense first, we've yet to right. see that enacted in Atlanta yeah. uh, under his tenure. But right now I'll say, I'll still say it's a little too early for me to fully buy in on that. I want to gotcha. give him more of a chance to, uh, yeah, let them figure things out because they're really trying to figure out the rotation uh, of that bench and that starting yeah. thought, too. Yeah, yeah. The best game is yeah. tonight? Yeah, it's tonight. We should have went. Yeah, it's at home. We low-key should have went. Sorry. We should have. Hey, we got, <laughs> uh, let's see, got some good home games after that. You got Jazz, Ooh. the 76ers. Uh, the Celtics are coming in town the 16th. The 16th. You know what? This is actually, I might be. I gotta see what my schedule is like because I might not even be at work too. I might be off that week because I got I'm going. Never mind. I'll tell you. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you off here. I'll tell you off here. <laughs> but not my business out there. But yeah, so I might we might work that out. We might work that yeah. out. We'll, we'll look uh, at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of the Celtics, it's alarming how willing they are to let Ime Udoka go. Now the Nets were like, Ime. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, sure, have him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nets' ability to ignore red flags is astounding. Mm, yeah. Desperation calls for uh, desperate yeah. measures. Like, the Nets are that friend that always gets in relationships that end up being toxic because they ignore all the signs. And you'd be like, you know better. And they'd be like, yeah, but look. Look at it. It's right there. That's That's what the Nets are. So I should cheer for the Nets, actually, because never mind. Um, we relate. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you, Joe. So I, I get it, bro. I get you, Joe. I get you. 
But I just want to throw that little tidbit in there. I don't think I have much else, bro. I think I think I'm good. I don't think I have much else to add. You got anything else you need to say? Um, no, that's that's about it. All right. Oh, oh wait, yeah, I do oh, have yeah. something. I do have something. Uh, yeah, I got it written down. So every year, Titus, I make yeah. sure my voice at some point around this time every year, uh, I try to give my Alabama basketball prediction for oh, the year. Oh, and Titus, yeah. the CBB has kicked off today. Alabama plays some, you know, D3 team tonight, yes, as yes. all these other teams do. Thanks. And um, I'm really excited about Brandon Miller, a uh, freshman who's five-star, small forward. Some people have him as, or a lot of people have him already as uh, best small forward in the nation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what he's going to do under Nate Oates, who's going into his fourth year at Alabama. Uh, jury is still out on if Nate Oates is a good uh, recruiter or a good recruiter and a good coach. Uh, mm. Right now, he's got good recruiting down, but we still got to figure out the X's and O's thing. So, uh, yeah, some transfers. Uh, Mark Sears from Ohio, he's uh, coming in point guard, or he's, I think, will play more two guard. We got Javon Quinterly, who's 26 years old. He's coming back for his 10th college year. Um, so that'll be fun. So, uh, my prediction though, Alabama. Calling Sweet 16 right now for Alabama. Ah, the Sweet 16. Sweet 16 for Alabama. With uh, a prediction. possibility of going further. Beautifully bold prediction. I like yeah, it. I respect it. You. Hey, you're yes, a UNC starting out at in the number one seed. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, they put a bad omen around the season when they took that Sports Illustrated picture. The recreated oh, Sports yeah. Illustrated picture from like the Dean Smith era when, we won it, when they started preseason number one and won the championship. And I don't like it. I don't like putting that energy out there. Cause that's just that's just freezing cold takes. Uh, freezing cold takes is watching that picture waiting. He is he got the tweet loaded up right now. He's ready to go. I don't like playing with that man. I don't but, like and that. What's crazy too is um, I mean all y'all's guys came back right, but um, they kind of really needed to. Y'all got bailed out because if I'm not wrong, that recruiting class last year was like in the 30s or 40s. I don't even think it was the top 25 recruiting class for uh, UNC last year. Let me see. Unless there was just like a late signee that I didn't see. That's where they were. It could have been, around. but it also could have been because they knew all those guys were coming back. So they didn't go too heavy. True. They, and maybe, I don't sure. know if y'all got a transfer. Yeah. Because we are active in the transfer portal. Because um, that's about recruiting. Here we go. Let's see what we got here. I can get this to load. Oh, dang, I need a team rankings. I'm bugging. Uh oh, it was uh 12th. Aha. 2022. You tried to bury us. Tried to <laughs> bury this. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but no five star. Mm, okay. So a bunch of guys we're gonna so it's gonna be like, you know, we're gonna have this year. Hopefully if it goes well, then in two next year is gonna be terrible. And then the year after that's going to be, eh, and next year is going to be cool. But no matter what happens, Levi, I can live off any Coach K's uh, career and beating him in his final home game. I can live off that for at least a year and a half. I'm not going to lie to you. So 
Uh, I'm sorry. I just got thrown off here. I, I apologize. Isn't composite ranking like what your team together? I never like, figured out what that meant, actually. Yeah, you so could I'm, be right. I'm pretty sure composite rank is, um, yeah, when you just take the whole team and judge them off of uh, what they were recruited at or yeah. as recruits. So uh, Alabama is actually number three in the nation in composite ranking. Wow. Number one is Duke, and number two is Arkansas. Arkansas is expected to be really good this year. Yeah, they were good last year. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. They've been mm-hmm. recruiting very well, and they're um, – I think they got the number one class right now. Yeah. And if yeah. they're not good, they'll bite your nose off. Yeah. <laughs> bite your nose right off your face. So. Eric, Eric Musselman. Right, shout out to him. You better be real careful. Real careful, I'm Mr. Muscle Man. Muscle Man. Yeah. Um, who's who what school pick what random school is gonna get upset by one of these D3 schools when they open the season up? Probably uh Gonzaga. Let's say Gonzaga. Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy's yeah. too old now. He's bro, I forgot 30. he was still in school. I forgot he was too. I, I was <laughs> like, why is Gonzaga ranked number two? In preseason, and right. uh, then I saw Drew Timmy there. I was like, "That's got to be the reason why." The man's watching Jalen Suggs and Chad Holmgren go pro, and he's still here. Yeah, I'm like, yo, you not you haven't left yet? He knows there's no hope in the next level for him. Know. He knows. I know. Self aware. I, I thought he was a senior by now. I really thought he was a senior by now. I'm like, you not a senior yet, bro? He got bailed out by the COVID year. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm not gonna lie though. Jalen Suggs would have stayed two years. Him, him, Chad, and Drew would have been kind of nasty. Hmm. That would have been the last little trio yeah. he would have had. But he did the right thing. Get the money, bro, because it might leave you the next year. Go get the money when the money's when the money's ready for you. But, yeah, I think that's a wrap, man. This was a fun show. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We got to it. Got it done. Um, I'll put it. You want to put this one out? Yeah, I'll put it out. I'll put, okay. um, put it out. And I'm about to put, to put that Kyrie one out, too. Okay, bet, bet, bet. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you all for listening, man. Follow us everywhere. I got emotional. My voice cracked. <laughs> yeah, got emotional. <laughs> Choke me up. But yeah, so thank y'all, man. We're done. We're out. Have a good one. Peace.